Welcome to the Terminal Exchange, the official podcast of Newsbaum Transportation, where we explore key issues and compelling stories in the trucking industry. I'm your host, Dayton Rumbled, and you're listening to episode 106, Telling Stories, The Rick Zaki Show. Rick has been a DJ, owned a limo company, and takes care for the small things, both in his health and his work life. Rick is an outstanding man and professional, so please tune in to this featured exchange. Welcome back to the Terminal Exchange, episode 106. Give it up for Rick Zaki. We got him in the studio today. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, right. thanks Daniel. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah, well, I was shocked to find out that Rick Zaki, he's going on his 14th hour. Like, you know. That's correct. I, I, you've been up, you came from Maryland? Yeah, Northeast Maryland. I took my 10-hour break in uh, in uh, Amherst, Ohio. Yeah. And then made my way out to Waukegan, Illinois. And uh, now I'm back here in Hudson, Illinois. Right. To be with you today. Thank you. Yeah, sir. And you did like a drug test before this? Yeah, I just did a drug test. So, yeah, I'm, I'm right at 14 hours right now. Oh, my. I mean, that's impressive. Like, when he told me this, I was, I was floored going on 14 hours and then still making time for something like this. So. Sure. Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to DJ. Can I call you DJ Rick Zaki? <laughs> Back in the day, that's like over 40 years ago. But yeah, <laughs> right. I used to do that. Yeah. So you like you have a great radio voice, and it's just something that's kind of really cool. And there's a lot of interesting stuff about your life that I think mm-hmm. I'm going to learn from. You're going to teach me today. You know okay. about trucking. You'll, you'll teach me a little bit. If I can. If you can, I think you can. I mm-hmm. think you can do that. Yes, sir. But that that DJ gig, how long did you do that for? Was that? Uh, it was like six months. Yeah. I was in, I was in a uh, secret island while I was in the military, and that's located out in the Indian Ocean. Yeah. Uh, you know, between U.S. territory and Russian territory. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, I did that back then, and it was fun while it lasted. Yeah. Cool. Did you have like a, a name you went by? The uh, only name I went by was my own. Yeah. I and mean, I called it the uh, the Rick Zaki Show on AFDG Radio. <laughs> mm-hmm. Has a nice ring to it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It does. Definitely. Yeah. So today we're going to talk a little bit just to get to know you. And we'll talk about trip planning, you know, what makes a good you know trip plan, you know, cleaning out your trailer. How do you do that? You know, good some tips right. in the rest stop. And then about what does it mean to be purpose-driven. So excited to get to know you a little bit better. How long have you been driving? Uh, Since uh, 1976. Uh, That's when I first got my driver's license. I started driving uh, big commercial vehicles. uh, I learned in the military back in 1979. Mm -hmm. And I started driving professionally in 1983. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I... mm, professionally CDL driving since 1983 right, mm. up, right up until right now that's cool mm-hmm. yeah I mean you look really young for I mean I don't know how old you are but I mean I, I'm 62 years old yeah 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 that's cool yep that's that's great a testament to um just I mean something we'll talk about too is 
health and wellness and on the road, sure. what that looks like. And sure. you're passionate about that. And so yeah, that's something that it means, means a lot to you. It does. Definitely. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Something you said was when you feel good, like in your, you're eating the right things, you don't have, you won't have to worry about falling asleep at the wheel or right. well, like it makes a difference. Well, what, still, what makes a big difference is making sure you get your rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should you should always uh, you know make sure that you get to, uh, you get ten hours uh, mm-hmm. in the sleep of birth. Uh, try to take advantage of as many of those ten hours as you possibly can because once you get on the road, you know the average for Nussbaum is somewhere in the area of five hundred miles per day mm-hmm. when you drive. Yeah, um, so it's a good idea to make sure that you get your rest um, along with good diet. Yeah. Along with good exercise. Hmm. Um, it gives you a good energy level. Yeah. And, um, you know, you can get through your day pretty successfully. Yeah. And, and, and pretty much with uh, an abundance of alertness. Yes. Uh, you know, that you need. Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit more about yourself, uh, maybe about your, your family background, you know, where you grew up? What did that look like? Uh, I'm the youngest of uh, nine children. Mm-hmm. Uh, so my my oldest sibling is now uh, like 86 years old, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm the youngest at 62. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a wife, and I have uh, eight children mm-hmm. who are all adults now. My youngest, my oldest is uh, 35. Yeah, and my youngest is 18 years old. Wow. Yep. That's pretty amazing. So you know they're all. Out on their own? They're all out on their own. Uh, the youngest uh, two are in college right now, mm-hmm. um, you know, trying to earn a degree. And uh, I just wish them the best. I love them all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's sweet. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure that, you know, they look up to you and that's something that... Well, I would hope so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I always tell them, give me a call whenever you need anything. Yeah. Maybe I could shed a little knowledge on it, a little wisdom on it. Yeah. And uh, you could take advantage of that. Yeah. So my door is always open to them for anything that they need. Hmm. Yeah. It's the best you can do is be open and available. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. So that brings up another question. Yes, sir. What other jobs? So you're a trooper. You were a DJ for a little bit on right. Remote Island. What What other? What have you done? Uh, I've also owned a uh, limousine and uh, uh, motor coach bus company. It, yeah. Um, that I did right up until the end of this year. Hmm. Um, but this is the end of it for me at this year because I sold all of my vehicles. And, wow. Yeah. So the only thing that I'm uh, pursuing right now is just Nussbaum. Right. You know, I'm just looking to get in a certain amount of years with Nussbaum, get mm-hmm. into the retirement program. Right. And, uh, you know, because, you know, that that, that, t- that time frame is coming upon me right now. So I'm just doing everything I can to save and get ready for retirement. Yeah. Of course, I'm not the kind of person that will totally retire. Yeah. I mean, I'll always find something to yeah. do. And, you know, to keep myself busy and to supplement my own income however I can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll start another limousine company. Who knows? <laughs> I, I, the thing I don't like about limousine companies is, uh, yeah. is, is a huge overhead. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of hard to make a buck that, that, mm, that way. Huge overhead, mm-hmm. maintenance. Yep. What did you like about it? What was the best part? Oh, the people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, I did weddings and I, I met uh, people who had just gotten married. And 
um, you know, there's just a lot of happiness with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was a whole plethora of different types of, of occasions. Like we had party goers. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we did funerals. Mm-hmm. Um, um, you know, we've taken diplomats, mm. uh, you know, back and forth. Um, and there were some executive uh, protection people. That's mm-hmm. what the state troopers are known in uh, my, my state for protecting the governor. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've done some of their clients, hmm. um, you know, while they've had, you know, the armed uh, uh, executive protection. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so we've done that. Um, and, you know, the, the bigger part of it was just airport transportation, you know, picking up, uh, you know, higher end uh, clients right. uh, from the airport and taking them back home, back and forth. Hmm. What was like the most interesting client that you worked with? Any well, we, we, we've had a number of celebrities, um, you know, we've had, uh, you know, singers, uh, mm. we've had actors, um, we've had uh, people from uh, the media, from the news, um, you know, none, none of these names in which I have any permission to right. Dis- mention. Right, disclose, yeah. Disclose, that's correct, but uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, we, we've, uh, we've taken care of, uh, you know, those people. Hmm. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It was pretty cool meet, meeting a lot of them. Yeah. Wow. Um, looking at, um, going back to your family a little bit, I also heard from, I was talking to Colin Dominic and mm-hmm. he, like he used to be your DM. Yes. And he said that your son or one of your sons is a professional yes. weightlifter. Yes. Is that right? He yes. like Yeah, he just got the national champion. He he lifts an incredible amount of weight for somebody that weighs somewhere you know, he fluctuates somewhere between two hundred and two hundred and twenty five pounds. Yeah. And he can actually deadlift about eight hundred and fifty. He may be <gasps> even more than that now because he he keeps working on himself and he just gets better and better and better all the time. So for his weight class, he now holds the record. His name is Khalil Zaki. Yeah. And you could find him on Instagram and on Facebook. Yeah. Um, if you wanted to ever look him up, but yeah, he's got some really incredible numbers. That is incredible. Yeah. Eight hundred pound deadlift. Uh, Eight hundred and fifty. Uh, he just did that in Las Vegas just a couple of months ago. Wow. Um, and he 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 bench presses uh, in in the four hundred and fifty pound area. Yeah. Which is not, you know, the best, but I mean, his his he's a he calls himself <laughs> a deadlift. Specialist, right? He's good, and at that's what kind of gets him over the top, yes. over his competition. That's his edge. That's his edge. Yeah. That's his edge. But then he also does squats, and he's he's lifting somewhere close to seven hundred pounds, if not more than seven hundred pounds at this point. So yeah, he's he's a pretty strong kid. Right. I mean, you say you know his four hundred fifty pound bench press is is not the best, but <laughs> that's a right. that's yeah. a. You know. Some some of the guys can right. actually do better. Some of them right. could do five hundred. Sure, um, but they don't do eight fifty. Mm. You know, on the deadlift for sure, and that's what makes a difference. And that's where he surprises everyone. Yeah, like at the end of the competition, he knows what numbers he needs to to to, to put up to score. Yeah, to score, and and that's where he usually you know gets his edge from. And he's. He's usually in the top three, but you know, lately he's been like the the number one guy. He's, no he's, way. He's a guy to beat these days. <laughs> yeah, very cool. Mm-hmm. And did he get that from you? Is you know, is that something that? No, he's he's got his own constitution. 
yeah. uh, about that kind of stuff. He's very driven. Uh, he's very per he's a, talk about purpose driven. <laughs> he he's purpose driven as far as his diet, his exercise oh, yeah. uh, regimen, and uh, his motivation mm. uh, to be the best. And uh, basically, it's paying off for him. For sure. So he just travels the world, and you know he'll you know yeah, go to competitions. You, you mentioned the world. Yeah, he, he go. He's been in uh, London. He's been in Dubai. Uh, he's been uh, in various parts of the United States, East Coast and West Coast. Uh, he's been south. Um, yeah, I'm, and, and maybe a couple of other places as well. Hmm. I, I know he's been to Africa, but I'm not. I'm not sure if he's done any kind of competition there. I don't think so. But yeah, he does travel the world. Yeah, and uh, you know, he he does like to expose, hmm. uh, you know, the sport to yeah. anyone that's interested in it. For sure. Yep. And then for you, so I mean, this is something you you have interest and passion behind. Yeah, yeah, sure. What, I, I always spur him on, you know, yeah. to do the best that he can and congratulate him whenever yeah. I can to, yeah. you know, say, hey, good job, just keep keep it up. That's that's powerful. Just knowing that someone you know cares for you and supports you, you know, that you know, just yeah. that help is a lot. Yeah, sure, sure. For you, what's your workout routine? Do you have one? Uh, yeah, um, uh, basically I'm a cardio guy, so yeah. I don't really do heavy, heavy weights like, like he does. Mm -hmm. Um, Nuss came up with the, the anytime fitness program yeah. where if, Very you, nice. where if you're a driver, um, if you make at least four visits per month, they will go ahead and take care of the, uh, the cost or the fee, you know, your monthly fee, mm -hmm. uh, to work out at anytime fitness. And I think if you're an office personnel, you have to go at least eight times. Mm -hmm. But for a driver, I guess it's a little bit, you know, tougher to, to, right. to get the right spot to get the, the right amount of uh, visits, mm -hmm. you know, per month. But uh, I have a dedicated run that runs between York, Pennsylvania, hmm. Syracuse, New York, yeah. and Milford, Massachusetts, which yep. is a suburb of uh, Boston, Massachusetts. Yep. Uh, so I get a chance to when I get off uh, like two o'clock in the morning, whatever to visit my local uh, Anytime Fitness in York, Pennsylvania. Yep. And then when I get in there, uh, uh, I stretch out. Um, I um, do calisthenics mm. while I'm there. And then the first thing I'll hit is the uh, treadmill. And then my goal is to walk at least two miles within 15 minutes. I'm sorry, within 30 minutes. Right. And so the average speed there would be about four miles per hour on mm -hmm. the treadmill. Uh, then I move over to the um, the overhead uh, bars to do pull-ups. Mm -hmm. And I do like uh, five sets of uh, pull-ups. And I do five apiece. I have, um, I'm, I'm pretty heavy. I weigh about 265 pounds. Mm -hmm. So um, I do about uh five sets of uh, five reputations hmm. uh, on that. Uh, and I move over to the, um, uh, the, the bicycle, uh, the, the uh, stationary bicycle. And uh, it has those kind of like moving handlebars that go back and forth at the same times that you could pump your legs. Yeah. And I do about five miles on that. Hmm. Uh, and that takes about 15 minutes. So my average speed on that is about 20 miles an hour. Mm hmm and uh, then I move over to the row machine mm -hmm. and I just kind of count off uh, uh, 100, yep. 100 pulls. Oh, wow. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and then other than that, you know, maybe a little bit of dumbbell uh, weights to do curls. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I do a French press, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. You know, work up a nice little sweat. Yeah. Take a shower, go home. Yeah, feel good. Yeah, yeah, and and, and it, it it energizes. And, and and I'm at the end of a uh, twelve hour day mm-hmm. uh, when I do that. So of course, by the time I get home, I'm ready to go to sleep. So mm. it really works well for me to get a good sound sleep. Mm-hmm. And when I wake up for work the next day, I'm I'm ready to go, and I'm wow. and I'm feeling pumped. That's awesome. And 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 it gives me you know uh, uh, an abundance of alertness. Right. Going down the road. Right. And, you know, so, you know, the other thing that helps to keep uh, me alert is just kind of like uh, brain activity. Yep. Uh, just, you know, thoughts of, uh, you know, things like, you know, family and, uh, um, you know, what I'm doing the next day, looking ahead, you know, mm. um, you know, who I'm going to meet that night and, you know, what I'm going to, you know, come up, up against. I'm just ready for whatever challenges may, right. you know, may face me. So, yeah, you're yeah. thinking ahead. Yeah, exactly that. And, um, you know, like, like, uh, what do you call like, uh, 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 uh ebooks, mm-hmm. you know, listen to ebooks, you no know, way. while you drive, you yeah. Know, you learn a lot of different things. Yeah. I tell you, with the amount of hours that I've had to be able to listen to things, I probably could have got myself another college degree, <laughs> you know, yeah. just, just from the information that I can absorb with yeah. all of those hours of, uh, you know, driving. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's great. I could take advantage of a, a yeah. lot of different things and do things with my time that keeps me alert. Right. You know, something I don't want to skim over is you mentioned how you'll go to the gym after a 12-hour day of right. working. Right, right. And, you know, casually you just said that, and it's like that's not something to skim over. It's like our default, like, nature, like when we're tired like that, it's like we just want to – I want to sit on the couch. You know? I do too. Yeah. But the difference is, and that's the same thing that my son seems like he picked up from me with what he does. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. Mm-hmm. When I go to the gym, I don't want to do it. Right. But once I get in there and then I start moving, putting one foot in front of the other, mm-hmm. you, then now you want to do it. Right. And you want to do more and you mm-hmm. want to do more. And then you just want to get it over with because, you know, <laughs> you've gotten that every, far. everything you needed out of it. Yeah. Uh, and then now it's time to quit, and then that makes me happy yeah. that, that I could now stop. Right. But then after you've done it, and you're, I'm in my car driving back home, or the, you know, basically the company truck. Yeah. And I'm driving back home. I'm like, you know what? I didn't want to do this, but now I'm glad that I did do it. Mm. You know, because I feel great. You feel great. Right. Because yeah. I notice the times when I don't do it, and I say I don't feel like doing it. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. And then it's like, man, I wish I would have done it because mm-hmm. I don't feel that I don't feel as good as. You know, when I when I do the exercise, for sure, yeah. it's a weird thing where you actually feel better, right? When you do it, right? Instead of you know, you'd be more tired. Yeah, exactly. If you didn't do it, exactly. And so, if you're in the York, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. Anytime Fitness, mm-hmm. hit yeah. Rick up. That's right. I'll be, I'm happy to help you out. <laughs> happy to help you out. Yep. Yeah, it's fun. It's a really great thing that Newsbomb added. I think it's probably the best thing since yeah. sliced bread. Yeah, no, Maybe. it's good. It's good. I mean, it's it's. I think all the employees here should take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's a good thing. It's good for your body. Yeah, cool. Thanks for sharing your workout routine. Oh, sure. It's really interesting. Um, looking at the next couple questions, um, this is more of a fun question. Sure. What's on your bucket list? You said you're thinking when you're on the road. You're thinking about your family. You're yeah. thinking about what's going on. What are 
the things you're looking forward to? What are, what's on your bucket list? Well, I don't call it my bucket list. Right. I call it my life list. Ah. You know, because when you think about the bucket, just like kicking the bucket, that means, you know, the end of things. Right. No, it's my life list. Yeah. I have things in my life list. So uh, I've been all over the United States, but there are three states that I haven't visited yet. Yeah. And that would be um, Minnesota, uh, North Dakota, hmm. and Alaska. Okay. I've been to every other state. No way. So, shout out to Nussbaum. If you ever have a trip that you want me to take to North Dakota, <laughs> Minnesota, I know that we're not going to Alaska. Right. I can do that one on my own. But, hey, help me to at least knock off two, two of those states. Okay. Let's get <laughs> then, Rick. I, then I can say at least I've been in every one of the 48 states in the continental U.S. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get Rick to Minnesota and North Dakota. That, that's right. At that some, can happen. At some point. That it, could happen. It, it maybe can, yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, you're indebted, so that makes it a little difficult. Yeah, but, but you know, you could take me off of that for a week. And yeah. <laughs> There's stuff in Fargo. Yeah, we, we go to Fargo. Oh, there so, you go. There yeah. you go. North Dakota, right? Yeah. 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 NDSU. Right. And Minnesota, I'm, I'm pretty sure you got something going there. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. So you've you've been a lot of a lot of states. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I've, I've been to Alaska. It's a cool place, but I haven't been. I've, I'm probably not even close to 25, you know, 20 states. So, oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. Going to the content of this episode, mm -hmm. you mentioned cleaning out the trailers. All right. Stuff like that is important to you. So I'm on a dedicated run. So my routine is I'll pick up a trailer that's loaded already. Um, I'll take it to... Um, I'll take it to Syracuse, New York. I'll drop that load. And once that load is dropped, I take the remainder of what I have to Milford, Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. Now, once they unload that, mm -hmm. um, I'll go back in the trailer with a broom that I have attached to the back of my truck. I have one of the newer 2022, 23 trucks. Mm -hmm. And it has a little rack back there where you could put things like brooms. Nice. And, and uh, you know, cargo holders and, you know, things yeah. like that. And I'll uh, unsnap my broom and I'll go in the back of the trailer and I'll sweep it out and it's clean. Yeah. So when the next guy gets it and he, he inspects the trailer, he'll find that it's clean back there. Hmm. So that's my routine as far as making sure that I maintain a clean trailer for, you know, for the next run. Right. Mm -hmm. You said there's some people that are doing that in bad places. Yeah. Some, some people, if I go to a truck stop, sometimes I'll notice that maybe someone has one of those electric uh, air blowers mm -hmm. and they'll blow their trailer out. But every, all the debris that they have just goes right out into the grounds, which is not the best thing in the world for people to be doing. Mm -hmm. um, and then all the people I've seen them, they sweep it out at a truck stop. Mm -hmm. And all the debris that's on the back, they'll just go ahead and, um, you know, go ahead and just dump it right on the ground. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's unsightly. When you go and spend the time, your time there, it's just an unsightly thing um, that someone would do that. I mean, I've had occasion to be at a truck stop and swept out the back of my trailer, but mm -hmm. anytime you go to, and here's my tip, mm -hmm. anytime that you go to uh, a truck stop, they usually always have a, uh, a, a trash yeah. container. So you take the trash container, yeah. you take it to the back of your trailer, mm -hmm. you sweep it out, you put it into one little pile at the end, and then you can just sweep it right into the the uh, the trash container yeah and then you put the trash container back where you found it yeah and then everything stays nice and clean hmm. 
Yeah, it's a good tip. So, so that's the that's the very best thing that I think you can do, uh, you know, in a in a in a situation like that. Nice and easy. Nice and easy. <laughs> can we talk trip planning? Yeah, sure. Yeah. How do you trip plan? What's that look like? No, see, trip trip planning with what I do is easy. Right. Because it's a dedicated run. Sure. So you do the same thing every time. Right. After you've done it a few times, it's like second nature. <laughs> sure. Now, if you're a, a, a road dog or the guys, that's the nickname that they call guys that just get on the road and they just go any place. Right. Who, who knows where I'm going to be going tomorrow? Who knows where I'm going next week? Yeah. But as soon as you get that uh, uh, the job sent to you, mm -hmm. where you're going, uh, it's always best to look it up on the map where you're going, how long it's going to take you to get there. Yeah. Um, um, where's a good place that you should stop mm -hmm. um, to take your uh, to take your eight hour break? Yeah. I'm sorry, to take your um, your break after driving eight hours you, because once you drive eight hours, you have to take a half an hour break. Mm -hmm. um, so where's that place going to be? Mm. Should it be some place that's uh, you know conducive um, or is, are you going to not do a good job planning your trip like a lot of other truck companies and you just pull over on the side of the road? Oh, I'm out of time. You pull over on the side of the road. But you're on the side of the road where it may be kind of dangerous for you to be. I've seen, you know, Just on this trip alone out here uh, from the East Coast, right? I noticed a number of trucks that's on the side of the road. Mm -hmm. But how about if a, a driver's a little bit tired? Right. And then he's driving along and your truck is just sitting there on the shoulder of the road. Mm. He could definitely hit the back of your truck, yeah. And that's so that's not a good spot for you to stop. Make right. sure that you stop someplace, a rest area or something, uh, somewhere. Just plan it out. What by the time I do eight hours, where am I going to be? Mm -hmm. What's around there? Yeah. Plan to stop at that place so that you're in a safe area, um, and and you don't cause any uh, anybody else any any kind of problems, and and thereby uh, avoid having problems yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 You want to. And then the same thing. And then trip planning. The same thing goes for when you take your ten hour break. Mm -hmm. Where will I be at that time? Where I'm not going to, you know, run out of time. Mm -hmm. I had to do that on my way here. This trip is different. I don't do this trip every time. Right. But I looked and I said, you know what? Um, Amherst, um, Ohio. There's a there's a rest stop there. That looks good. I said I'll still have maybe a hour left. So if Amherst doesn't work out. I'm pretty sure within an hour, there's going to be other places that I could stop. Mm -hmm. And Amherst was fine, you know. Yeah. So I pulled right in there and I took my 10-hour break. Hmm. So that's the, that's the best way to do it. This way you could uh, avoid HOS uh, violations, mm -hmm. you know, by planning out your trip that hmm. way. You know, and also uh, when it comes to uh, delivering to a customer, um, Nussbaum has done a very good job of uh, providing notes. Mm -hmm. on what it is that needs to be done once you get there because right. you may not know you've never been there before. Yeah. So it's a good idea to read uh, those notes. For sure. So that you can figure out how to handle that particular delivery mm -hmm. and um, not get on the customer's wrong side. Right. Because I'm pretty sure it's happened time and time again before you ever gotten there. Mm -hmm. And this way it's a good to know. You know you, then you just hand it like a pro. Mm-hmm. You know, by by just making sure that you stay in contact with um, the customer or the notes. Mm -hmm. And if there's anything different about um, what you see in the notes and what you experience, for sure, it's always a good idea to let dispatch know yep. so that they can update, you know, that information for the next driver. Yep. 
good thing to call out because that that changes you know a good amount yeah that's correct that's correct yeah well you're teaching me a lot of stuff you know this four-wheeler said road dog you're a road dog (laughs) well road dogs road dogs dogs are usually the guys that that do uh uh uh, different things other than dedicated gotcha they they do something different every day they're they're excited to have a new challenge and not do the same thing that they did the day before yeah but me having the experience of being a road dog i kind of like the predictability you like the predictability of, of it. what I'm doing because I know what I'm doing. I know when I'm going to exercise. I know when I'm right. going to take my break. And it's just like I said, it, it becomes second nature. Right. Yeah. And going back to any time, you said not knowing where you're going to take your break. Any time does have a lot of facilities. Yeah. I pulled up on their map. You can look yes. and see all the different anytime gyms yes. across the U.S. So there's, there's lots of them. Yes. But it would be that just more difficult to do it. Right. You know, if you're going wherever. Well, if, if you're going to uh, be with Nussbaum and you're going to take advantage of uh, the Anytime Fitness, it's always a good idea to make that part of your trip planning. Mm-hmm. That you can have the time to make a stop at Anytime Fitness, uh, get your workout in, get mm-hmm. your shower in, get your rest in, make your delivery. It could be done. You just got to want to be able to do it. Right. And yeah. it could be done. Yeah, it takes a little bit of planning to get there. It takes a little bit of planning, but it, it, you can get it in. You can four times a month. It should be pretty easy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Even if even if you're just gonna get on a treadmill and take a little walk, mm. you know, just you know, start off small. You know, right. walk, walk a quarter mile. You know, once your body feels a little bit better, you know, maybe three quarters of a mile. Yeah. You feel a little bit better, maybe a mile. Yep. You know, and yeah. Just keep working your way up. Yep. Start with a little stretching. Just get the foot in the door. Right, right. Foot no, in the I'm door. not a kind of a person that, that that likes to do, you know, uh, headphones and earplugs and all these kind of things. I usually yeah. pay attention. But the last time I went to to Anytime Fitness, I did kind of get into my cell phone mm-hmm. where I was looking things up yeah. while I was on that bicycle. I mm-hmm. usually do five miles on a bike. Yeah. I looked up after I got done doing what I needed to do. Yeah. I did nine miles. On the bike. On the bike. No way. I was like, whoa. <laughs> I said, maybe there is something to putting on some earphones and just kind of like, right. you know, not thinking about the workout you, that you're doing. Right. You could sometimes get more done hmm. by, because a lot of people, you know, think of that kind of uh, cardio exercise as being boring. Yeah. So they want to occupy themselves with something else. So, yeah, that was my first time. I tried that out. And, yeah. And then I looked up and I was like, wow, <laughs> I only wanted to do five miles and I did nine. Nine, yeah. Mm-hmm. Kind of helps from time to time to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so we talked about health, talked about trip planning. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other tips for rest stops, things that you like to do? Okay, here's a here's another thing that I like to do, and this is part of uh, planning. Uh, food. Mm. Okay, so my diet basically on let's say I, if I start work on Monday, I'm off just I'm off every weekend. So I'll when I get off, I'll go home, I'll get rest, I'll get up the next day, I'll go to the supermarket and get. Uh, produce and uh, groceries for the week and then what I'll do is I'll prepare uh, greens and beans mm-hmm. and onions and tomato and avocado and oh, wow. you know like good food I don't really eat red meat 
Um, I eat some some of the white meat, maybe some chicken or mm -hmm. some turkey or salmon, uh, you know, something like that. And I'll take that mixture and I'll put it together and I'll have either the salmon or the turkey or the, uh, the chicken. Um, and I'll put it in like a little Tupperware with the portion that I would need for like a meal. Mm -hmm. And maybe I'll make six of those. And then I'll put them in the refrigerator in the truck, carry, carry mm. them with me. And that's what I'll have as my meal. Yeah. As opposed to going to like a McDonald's or Burger King yeah. or, or anything. And not only that, but I'm saving money. Right. It's a lot cheaper for me to go to the supermarket right. and buy my groceries and take them with me and have everything that I need in the truck. So I don't have to go to those places because those those foods are very highly uh, processed. You know, there's lots of trans fats in that. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of sugars, a lot of salts and whatnot, and you have sodium problems and things like that. Right. So the funny thing is, since I started working with Nussbaum and started doing that with my diet, mm -hmm. my A1C level has uh, come down. Hmm. My cholesterol level has come down. Uh, the amount of fat that I had on my body has come down. Mm. Um, and, you know, because of the Anytime Fitness as well, uh, you know, I've added a little bit of muscle and I've uh, added uh, uh, energy, mm -hmm. my energy level. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, so that's so that's a good idea, you mm. know, to, to do that. You save money. Plan out your meals. Plan out your meals. Uh, you save money and, and, and you're eating foods that are better, you know, for you. And if you want to snack on something while you're driving down the road, you know, go with carrots, go with uh, apples, yep. uh, you know, you know, things like that. Yep. Um, you know, a fiber, you know, maybe a fiber bar that's, uh, that, that, that's low in sugar, low in sodium. Uh, I think all of those kind of things will work out well for you. Hmm. We had a driver that just joined and we we're asking, what's your favorite road snack? He said celery. I was like, what? Yeah. Celery? Celery, yeah. That's a good thing, too. It's, really? it's, yeah. it's chewy. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. something to munch on. Munch on. That's Keeping your good. mouth busy is very important. You yeah. Know, another thing I'll do just to keep my mouth going sometimes, if you know you feel a little bit tired, I'll go with like maybe some spearmint gum. Yeah. You know, just kind of like keep it going. I mean, it worked out for me when I was in sports in high right. school with basketball, helped out with the nervousness and whatnot, chewing, right. chewing some gum. Yeah. You'll notice some of these coaches with these NFL football, <laughs> you'll see their, their, their jaws going a mile a minute. That's right. That's right. The, the, the coach for the Seattle Seahawks, yeah. he, he does that all the time. No way. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever go to fast food? Like, it sounds like, you, you know, you treat it seriously. Yeah, fast food, I don't do it anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, well, you know, I'm lying to you. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, every once in a while I might go to a Dunkin' Donuts. Mm -hmm. um, but that's probably about it. I don't do McDonald's at all. I don't do Burger King at all. I don't do uh, Chick-fil-A. I don't do any of those those uh, kind of places. I just make my own food. Yeah. And it, 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 it it's satisfying. Yeah. And I'm happy with it. I'm happy with uh, the results that I'm getting when I, I do my blood work every six months. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm always coming back with, uh, you know, positive results because of that change in my lifestyle. Hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a good, good thing to do. So looking at just more general life, mm -hmm. life advice, mm -hmm. how you got here, some of the stuff you think about. What is the best piece of advice you've ever gotten? Is there something that stands out? Um, basically, 
I'm a mind my own business, you know, kind of a person. Mm-hmm. Um, I always just try to do what's right. Um, I believe in karma, mm-hmm. and I believe when you put positive energy into things, uh, you get positive results from that. It may not seem like it uh, at times. You may have to wait for it. Mm-hmm. It may not come when you want it, but it's always on time when it mm-hmm. does come. So my best piece of advice that I've ever gotten and experienced and would recommend to anybody is just everyone on this planet should be good to one another. Mm-hmm. And if they're good to one another, I think good, positive things will come mm-hmm. out of it. Good energy will come out of um forging relationships like that with each other. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter where you're from. I mean, like right now we have all these problems with like uh, Ukraine, Russia, Israel, mm-hmm. uh, Gaza Strip. Right. You hear all these things in the news. But if everybody would just treat each other with humanity, mm-hmm. I think this whole planet would be a much better place. Yeah. Being able to see someone as human you're right. You know, created in the image of God. Like you're, you're, you're exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's where you know what I follow mostly uh, in life is very simple. I mean, you know, the Bible is some odd thousands of pages right. uh, with all the different books and stories that's inside there. But the thing that I I, I center my life on is the Ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. If you just follow the Ten Commandments and just do what's right. Mm-hmm. I think I think that'll take you a very very long way in mm-hmm. life, and 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 look at other people. Look at look at how things are from their perspective as well. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not just you and what you think. It's like everybody has a different opinion. Everybody thinks different things about different things. Yeah. Well, don't judge them for it. I mean, that's just where they are. <laughs> so I was always taught to meet people where they are. Right. And Absolutely. It, it'll take you a, a long way. A long Have patience way. and meet people where they are. Right. And that's really, that's what God does for us. He looks at things through our point of view. He saw that we were messed up, Mm -hmm. you know, done the wrong thing and we needed help. He saw it through our point of view and he sent Jesus to come and die for us for our sin. And that's correct. So that we could be forgiven. And that's, that's correct. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. I like what you said that be able to see things through other people to see other people as human beings. That's correct. It's powerful. That's correct. Yeah. It's good. What does it mean to be purpose-driven for you personally? Well, uh, purpose-driven is um, there's a job that needs to be done. You have a job at hand. Your goal is to do that job to the best ability that you possibly can, um, keeping in mind the customer, uh, the company that you work for, um, the people on the road who you share the road with. you just have to have uh, patience and diligence uh, with all of that and provide the best service that you possibly can by things that I mentioned a little bit earlier here, um, like trip planning. Um, you should also program yourself to deal with whatever challenge you're going to face. Hey, your night may not go perfectly that night. Right. You may break down. There's going to be hard nights. Right. There's going to be hard nights. So expect that. Don't get all angry and disheveled because things didn't go your way. Just if it happens, just be, be prepared to deal with whatever it is that happens and move forward. And always remember, hey, you may not be having such a good time right now, but um, it'll pay off in the long run. 
Mm-hmm. You know, everything everything will be all right. Things are not good today, but there's always tomorrow. Think about tomorrow, mm-hmm. and um, it'll be it'll be all right tomorrow. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, purpose driven is is basically just doing the best you can with what you have, mm-hmm. and uh, just letting you know, letting yourself know that um, it's enough. Mm-hmm. You know, it, you, you've done everything that you can. Maybe the job could have been done a little bit better, but if you put in your level best at everything right. that you do, it should come out. Yeah, it should come out well. Giving it your best. Giving it your best. Yeah. It's good. If I could sum up a, a little bit of what you've said in, from trip planning to meal planning mm-hmm. to working out, mm-hmm. you, you care about the little things. Like, yes. you know, you take care of those those little things, cleaning out your trailer. Right. You know, that, that that's little. Right. You care about that. It is. And, and you know, another great thing about Nussbaum is um, the, uh, the trailers mm-hmm. uh, that have God's messages on yeah. the side. That is really exciting to be able to drive one of those trailers down the road. What's your favorite? Do you, do you got one? Uh, well, I mean, I, I think they're all good. I, I like the love above all. Yeah. Um, because it's it, it's it's generally uh, uh, it's a general statement mm-hmm. um, that extends to everyone. Yeah. I think everybody could agree with you know mm-hmm. love above all. Yeah. And if you follow that, I, I just kind of think that. Things will be all right for you in life. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I really enjoy driving those trailers. I really enjoy uh, sharing that message. Yeah. And it's really exciting when Brent Nussbaum uh, puts out there that somebody in this part of the country read it and saw it and how it, how it impacted their lives. And yeah. they were having a bad day and then they saw that and they, it, God let them know it's going to be all right. Mm. Um, so yeah, I mean, all of that I think is like really, really, really exciting. Um, it was one of the things that actually drew me to the, to work you know with really? this company um, was it, it was a faith based uh, mm-hmm. company yeah and I said look if you're gonna go with someone uh, who's faith based mm-hmm. you can't go wrong and I have to say after three and a half years of working here mm-hmm. I haven't gone wrong I, I've been doing this job but I haven't looked back yeah and I really feel that I made a great decision hmm. you know by coming and I'm just so happy that they um, you know, decided to hire me and give me a shot. Yeah. No, we're, we're happy you came here. It's a, it's a great job, and I would recommend it to anybody that wants to, you know, maybe have a career in trucking. I said, if there's any truck trucking company in the country to go to, it would be Nussbaum. Hmm. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's really cool to hear that. Oh, yeah. And then seeing the stories across the country. Mm-hmm. The trailers are really coveted. Like people go for when you're trying to find a trailer, right. it's hard to find some of those new Psalm ones. Right. A lot of the people right. go for that. So. Right. And then they, it also causes uh, them to look up the company and they go like, who's this company Nussbaum? Let me look it up. And they go and look it up and, 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 and see what's on the webpage. And it's like, wow, look at this. This company has really got it going on. That's what I thought. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, people just appreciate yeah. sharing God's message with whoever cares to read what's on the side of those trailers. Yeah. Is there anything else you would like to share for people listening? You know, perhaps to message to anyone listening? Uh, no, just um, just I just feel like people just need to be good, good to each other and um, understand each other. And uh, just think life, this world, just be a better place to live. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's about it. 
To wrap up, we have a little game. Sure. Called hot takes. All right. So I'm gonna a hot take is something that's a controversial statement. Some of them are trucking related, and I'll just read it off, and you can agree with it or disagree. Uh, on whatever way. So, okay. sound good? Sure. All right. So, I'm going to throw the first one at you. Mm-hmm. Pineapple belongs on pizza. No. <laughs> Pineapple does not belong on pizza. That was a pretty adamant no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm from New York mm. originally, and yeah, we don't put pineapple on our pizza in New York. Don't mess My with that. My first experience with that is I, uh, I went up to Canada. Yeah. And... Um, Someone asked me, do you want pineapple on that? Mm-hmm. And I just looked at them like they had three heads. <laughs> I was like, what? No. Yeah. <laughs> of course not. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? No. Yeah. Android is better than iPhone. No, iPhone is better. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't know what phone you had, so I, I went on a way. Yeah, I have an iPhone. I like iPhones. I, yeah. I communicate with all of my family on an iPhone. Yeah. And then we have one member of our family mm. who has an Android and uh, I guess it's the battle between the blue bubble and the green bubble. Yeah. And yeah, I've heard the controversy about that. And uh, yeah, we've been having that argument for years. <laughs> but why don't you just get rid of that Android right. and just go with an iPhone? Yeah. Way we can all, you know, FaceTime each other. And yeah. it's like, we can't do it. You have to go through Messenger and all these different things to get to get yeah. FaceTime. And then the picture doesn't look as good, you know. Mm. So, yeah, definitely iPhone. Yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting. So, I have an Android. Yeah, yeah. And I'm actually considering switching to an iPhone just yeah. because of that. Like, I want to be able to, you know, FaceTime family. Well, they just came out with some technology where you could download some things into your Android mm-hmm. to make it act like an iPhone. Yeah. And vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have an iPhone, it's something, I tried it, and I got my iPhone to actually act like an Android. Really? But now they re- reverse engineered that so that you can go the other way and make your Android work like an iPhone. So before you go and invest in an iPhone, maybe you might want to yeah. try that. Hey. I mean, you'll, you'll get the same color bubbles. Yeah. That, that's a pro. This this guy knows what's up. <laughs> He's got it going on. Right. All right. Socks are feet gloves. The gloves for your feet. No, they're feet mittens. Feet mittens? Yes. <laughs> so you agree with it, but just feet mittens? Yeah, they're mittens, not gloves. Okay. Unless you're wearing those socks that have the individual toes to them. Yeah. Then they're like gloves. Then they're like gloves. Yeah, yeah. Right. Otherwise, they're, they're mittens. Those are kind of strange. Yeah, right. This one's trucking related. An atlas is needed. Like, you need to have an atlas. Do you agree with that? Go back 40 years and ask me that question. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you need an atlas right. 40 years ago. Yeah. Now we have uh, technology. Uh, now an atlas is good to have in case your technology doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Then it's good. But then the problem is a lot of the younger people, yeah. they've never gotten accustomed to right. how to use an atlas. So if their device goes down, they open up the atlas and they're not really sure how to use it. Mm-hmm. So that's that's an issue. Mm. You know, as 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 we as we progress in life and technology takes over more and more and more, mm-hmm. the manual things from days past aren't passed on to the younger people in this generation, mm-hmm. and they kind of miss out on that. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah, just like a telephone that has a, a dial on it. Mm. You know, they, they, they look at it. How do you use this thing? 
You know, it's a, yeah, I remember how to use that. You pick it up and you, you yeah. and look, you go back even before my time a little bit. It wasn't a ten-digit number that you dialed. You had to contact an operator, and you had to tell them something like, "I'm from New York," so it was Murray Hill two 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 four, right? You know, and that's how they would connect you. Hmm. And a lot of younger people just. It, it, Goes way over the head. Right. They don't know. No operator. No operator. What are you talking about? Yeah. Murray Hill. What? <laughs> yeah. All right. Last question. Yeah. Napping is productive. Yes. It is. Yes, it is. Yeah. Yeah. If you go to take your um, your uh, your half an hour break, mm -hmm. it's nice to go get up out of your seat, take a little walk around in front of your truck, get into the passenger side, hmm. sit down. Fold your arms just like this. Get yourself in a good position and let your head rest maybe mm. this way so you don't hurt your neck or whatever. Right. And you take a nice little 15, 20 minute power nap. Mm. It'll give you the freshness that you need to complete the next hour, two hours or whatever of the trip that you have. Yeah. It's better than a cup of coffee. Yep. Now that's for me. Yep. And that's the way my body works. Yep. I understand everybody doesn't work the same <laughs> way, but for those of you out there that Maybe your body works like how mine does. Yeah. A power nap is good. It is. Just get yourself a nice, comfortable, comfortable position while you're sitting in the passenger seat and um, fold your arms. Make sure that there's no stress on your shoulder or your body anywhere. Everything is nice and relaxed. Mm -hmm. Take a 15, 20, 25 minute power break. Yeah. And after your half an hour is done, you're good to get down the road and, and finish your finish your day. Yep. Yeah. There are nappers and there's non-nappers. I feel like there's some people that like it and some people that don't like it. So. Right. Well, I mean, who's? I don't know who's not gonna like like a good nap. <laughs> like I said, to to each his own. I'm not right. gonna judge you for it. Right. Yeah. Good. Well, thank you again. I really, you know, was blessed to have you on today. Mm. Going on 14, 15 hours. So you're looking to speed out of here and go to the hotel. Go to the hotel and, and take my take my my uh, 10 hour nap. 10 hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Come back tomorrow and do it all over again. Oh boy. Yep. So. Yeah, thanks for your inspiration and for taking this time to do this. Oh, really sure. appreciate it. Give it up for Rick Zaki. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for having me. Thank it's you crazy. for having me. Yeah, appreciate you. It was an, it was an honor. Yeah, it's great. All so, right. thank you for listening and until next time, stay purpose driven and own it every moment. Hi everyone. This is CJ from Recruiting at Newsbomb and I'd love to answer any questions you have about driving with us. Give us a call at 309-268 1199 or visit newsbombjobs.com. Talk to you soon. You've been listening to Terminal Exchange, the official podcast of Newsbomb Transportation. If you're enjoying our content, please leave us a review. Your reviews help us spread the word about these important topics and invite more people into the conversation. You can rate and review us on your podcast app or visit us online at terminalexchange.org. New episodes arrive every other Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow Newsbomb on your favorite social media platforms and be the first to know when new episodes are released. Thanks for listening. Until next time, own every moment and stay purpose-driven.